Hey everybody, welcome to the top. This is the Troy Wiz with Prototype Unknown. And this is James with James Gourmet Pies. How are y'all? Welcome back. Listen, I want to let you guys know, if you can call in in the next week or two, 801-331-8113. Send us information um, on my Instagram is James Gourmet Pies. J-A-M-E-S-G-O-U-R-M-E-T. P-I-E-S at gmail.com and on Instagram and Facebook. LaTroy, how can I get a hold of you? Uh, you can also reach out to me uh, by LinkedIn or email or Facebook at LaTroy Woods, L-E-T-R-O-Y-W-O-O-D-S at LinkedIn or at Facebook or same thing at gmail.com. Dude, you guys are listening. You're downloading. We're getting the feedback as far as the numbers, but we want to hear from you. If you get something out of this, please let people know, share this, let uh, your neighbor know, let your friends know. One person, if, I mean, if, if, it's, if anything that we're saying is resonating with you, share it. Share it with, uh, with, with someone that you love because, you know, we're just trying to keep it raw and uncut and real, and we can't wait to hear back from you guys. So what's today about? What are we talking about today? You, you know, I think you're exactly right. Um, we're going to talk about actually being down that road before, mm. and especially with the times that we're going through right now with this COVID-19 uh, there's more, no better time to actually get people to understand the message, um, to bring awareness, uh, to wake people up to this thing that we're doing to ourselves every day. You know, you've been down this road. For myself, I spent my whole adult life walking down the same road without even realizing I've been down this alley before, um, walking down this, this dark path, walking down this, which I thought was unknown place, but... I've been there very many times. I got mm -hmm. very comfortable with it in my life. Yeah. You know, and I never realized, you know, why, like, I'm a good person, but why do these things in my marriage keep showing up the way they do? Why my, why my finances look the way they do, you know? And I would spend my whole day pointing fingers, blaming, uh, didn't matter who was uh, in office, but like it was on the government or, yeah. you know, it was my job or it was my spouse or it was yeah. all these different things. But I've been walking down this same path my whole life without even right. questioning why I've been walking down this path. We are creatures of habit. We like to do things that we've done before just because it's comfortable, right? So we talked about comfort before again too. I'm like that dinosaur that had like the six inch skull that just keeps ramming in everything. Like, I am so thick-headed, you know? Like, I have to learn the same thing about seven or eight times before I'm like, you know what? That's uncomfortable. They say when you burn your hand on the stove, you learn not to put your hand on the stove again. But I, I maybe I'm an air. I don't know what it is, but I will keep putting my hand on that stove and be like, ow, that's still hot. You know, like, I don't learn my lesson. But it looks like you have a story you want to you or a poem or something you want to share with us. What you know, this? as we were coming to this conversation today, this morning, I was meditating uh, part of my, my process in the morning to get to know myself and something shot out to me that I had read in a book a few years ago and the author's name is Portia Nelson and she has this insert in her book called uh, I Fell in the Sidewalk and so uh, there's a hole in my sidewalk and so I want to read this poem that kind of will relate to what we're talking about today. And by the way, I need to learn how to start doing that. Maybe, we need, maybe you teach me how to meditate because I know as soon as I get into a quiet place, I'm thinking about everything except for nothing, right? And I think when you're meditating, you're supposed to just quiet your mind. You know, it's, it's really not even about quieting, quieting your mind. 
is just sitting down and doing nothing, which is very hard for people to do. Yeah. Because you can't quiet your mind. By, by the nature of what the mind is, um, you can't shut it off. Uh-huh. But it's to be able to close your eyes, which uh, closes off any distractions. Okay. So you now sit with yourself. That's uh-huh. why you close your eyes. Okay. But it's to sit down with yourself and do nothing and to observe what's going on inside of you. Hmm. The thoughts, the way you're feeling, and just to let this process happen. And so there's a misconception, I think, ah. a lot about meditation. Uh, but there's a chemical process and there's a science that's actually happening inside the body when you sit down with yourself. And so that, that's, that's a conversation I think we could probably dive into at another time and actually find out um, what it means to actually sit down that's with yourself. That's a good idea. Let's do that. Let's do a podcast on, on, uh, on, on meditation because I want to know, like, do you have a guided meditation? Do you just, so you, you don't actually quiet your mind. You allow those thoughts to come through. Yeah, and, it ah. should be effortlessly. Okay. Um, you can't force yourself to get to know yourself. You've got to allow it to happen mm, on its own. I love it. And so I, I learned from uh, a gentleman who actually had to go to India, learn meditation. He came back, was allowed to teach it back here in the States. And so uh, he's been teaching it for 50 plus wow. years. But it fell into my process after I came out of my process of my death experience of wanting to commit suicide. And mm. so out of that meditation, beginning how to love myself, yeah, sit down with myself, affirming life, living with attention, mm. and then embracing not only the things that are going good for me, but the things that weren't good in my life and embracing all of me. And I've learned how to express that through meditation uh, and sit down with myself. It's the, the one of the tools that's really helped me see my life in the world the way I wanted to see it. Hmm. That's awesome. Do you sit in uh, Indian style? <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the downward dog. <laughs> no, no, no. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy like Just that. sitting okay. in a quiet room, sitting uh, with myself, and just allowing the process just okay. to take on its, its own thing. I'm so. mid-30s. I don't think my uh, ankles is connected with my <laughs> thigh bones anymore. <laughs> but anyway, okay, let's, let's hear it. So... Let's hear it. Um, she wrote a lot of her experiences and her feelings and the things that she was going through in her own life uh-huh. uh, through her relationships. Okay. And she has some um, awakening moments. And as she would write down in her journal, she just kind of made a book out of it. And so this one um, talks about there's a hole in my sidewalk. And it starts off with I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am helpless. It isn't my fault. It takes forever to find a way out. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I am in the same place, but it isn't my fault. I still takes a long time to get out. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it is there. I still fall in. It's a habit, but my eyes are open. I know where I am. It is my fault. I get out immediately. I walk down the same street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. I walk down another street. And so I think a lot of times we don't realize the street we're walking down isn't helping us. That we can't see what's right in front of us because we haven't started this process of understanding that we're walking down the same street. Yeah. Like I said, we're, we're, creatures of uh of habit right and that's kind of what we was just talking about was i'm a victim of that myself like i will keep falling down that same hole it's like i told you about the dinosaur i keep ramming my head i got you know i'm thick-headed i have to learn 
lessons over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, as you know. So, um, and, and you know what? That, that actually, so I, I'm going to share a story. Is that okay? I'm gonna yeah, share that's fine. Go ahead. So I'm going to share a story that, that, that happened this week, right? Um, I, uh, in, I, I had, someone that helped me was my ex-wife's daughter, right? Um, and she's helped me before. This isn't the first time she's helped me, but they always say never to mix business and family. And this is one of those things that I keep on doing. Like I will keep wanting to give, you, you know, because if you have an opportunity and you see that a family member or a friend needs some money or some extra cash, you want to help them out, right? So you, you think that they're going to be more loyal to you than uh, someone who you don't know. Um, so that's one of the holes that I keep falling into. And um, I got on her because uh, something wasn't right. Um, it cost the company uh, some money or something like that. And I got on her. And she was more concerned on how I talked to her than being apologetic for losing the company money. And I figured if you gave me 100 bucks right now, a couple hundred bucks, and I lost it, I would feel so bad. I would be like, man, you trusted me with that. And I can't believe I messed that up. I'm so sorry. I didn't get one apology. I got, I feel unappreciated. And I'm like, what? So um, for me, that, that hole, um, the biggest hole for me has been not to hire friends and family. And I keep falling in that hole. But now I'm aware of it. And now um, I'm conscious of it. And now I would rather give my friends and family money rather than the opportunity. If I had to do everything myself and, you know, until I hired the right person, because I believe if you put out there, maybe in your meditation or just out there in the universe that I need good employees, you know, um, obviously they're not going to stick with you forever. You know, you, you might have to keep someone underneath them to take over their position when they leave or just keep constantly hiring. But I guarantee that this is the last hole. Like she said, she was aware of it. She still fell into it. She climbed out, dusted herself off, and said, you know what? I will be walking around these holes because not one time that I fell in a hole, it was comfortable. <laughs> so I love that. That, that, that was perfect, uh, perfectly in line with what I've been going through this week. You know, I think in my own life, I became comfortable with walking down that path, that, uh, that I, the same path that I didn't want to walk down. Yeah. And I didn't realize it, but like I became addicted yeah, to definitely. walking down that path. I found comfort in that lifestyle. Yeah. I became, found comfort in the way that I was at my job and the, that path. Mm -hmm. Like, and so I was like, okay, like how do I make things different? But I didn't realize that I had to see things different or I had to actually make a different decision or walk a different path. And so for me, like, in the last 15 years, like it's showing itself to me of these different vehicles, these different paths that I could choose to get me from point A to point B. And it's not what we think it is a lot of times. Yeah. And it's very uh, different from what we're taught growing up. And when you step on this different path, there will be a little bit of backlash that comes because of it, because well, yeah. you're going to be that person that's going to step out of the path of the conformity that everybody else lives in. Yeah. And so it, it takes you to the journey of yourself actually, when you start to take that path that everybody else isn't walking down in our society today. Well, yeah. I mean, growing up in the environment that I did, I could have became a product of my environment, right? 
Um, so I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm from the hood, you know, and you don't have a whole lot of positive influences that you can model growing up there. You know, you have to take your own, you have to take your own path if you want to be successful or if you want to get out of that environment, you know what I mean? And it hasn't been easy. You know, it's been a little bit easier for me because I joined the military. I'm telling you right now, if you want to get out of your situation and you want life to be spoon fed for you, I mean, the military did it. They told me when to get up, when to march, when to get dressed, when to eat, you know, like that was super comfortable. You know what I mean? Um, and that got me out of the environment that I was in so that I can start noticing other people are successful whatever that means. It doesn't have to be financially successful, but successful in their lives or successful with their marriages or whatever. I was able to see, um, you know, success in those, in those, and you don't get a whole lot of that success in inner cities, you know? You know, it's funny you say uh, talking about environment kind of reminded me. Um, I grew up in some neighborhoods that weren't the best also, and some of those areas, um, that were called projects or were called wards. And then I remember us moving to Utah and they call wards something different out here in Utah that were related to the church. And so I was like, here uh, in wards. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's projects in Utah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's different. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's it's very different to... Uh, that's to, Louisiana, isn't it? Do they uh, say wards in Louisiana? Uh, I think they do in like part a lot of part of the South. They call ah. uh, those neighborhoods uh, where they have mass mass like buildings uh-huh. uh, they call them wards yeah we just call them ghettos projects <laughs> hoods <laughs> you know like you growing uh being in the military it taught me a lot of different things about a lot of different paths uh being around a lot of different culture um was one of the benefits at, that i didn't see at first uh, but growing up in the military um and eventually bringing us here to utah um, it taught me about different paths not yeah. within myself but in the outside world and to kind of see there's different ways to choose to go down different areas and stuff but i really didn't really understand the concept until uh, i bought awareness um into my own life you bought awareness so for me like i said thick-headed so the first thing i do right when i join the military i get out of the hood and then they tell you don't go right off base and buy a car right they tell you just don't don't do that and what do I do? I go right off base and I bought a car. <laughs> they had a Mustang. It was a convertible Mustang. I was like, oh man, I'm gonna get the ladies. And coming from where I'm from, like nobody has a convertible Mustang. So, you know, I got a little bit of money in my pocket. Um, people are willing to just throw credit at you if you're, you know, newly military and all that. So I got the big old rims on it and, and the sound system and, you know, and I, and I had to learn why they said, don't go and do it. Higher interest rates. You know, they, they see you as an opportunity and, and I had to live through all that and I, and I went through all that. But for me, I had to experience that, right? And I had to experience it over and over again. How do you get to that awareness to where you see that it's not working, but you keep on doing it? How do you feel like you get to that? You know, for me, uh, I got to a point in my life where meditation, it wasn't, it wasn't meditation, <laughs> but like I got sick and tired of being sick and tired and my body w- responded to that. And uh-huh. so I've been walking a lot of down a lot of paths where at the end of the day, I didn't have anything left for myself. I didn't have anything left for my, I gave everything away at the end of the day from all the paths that I chose 
throughout the day that at the end of the day, like the path that was most important with myself, uh-huh. I had nothing left to walk down it. And so I got tired, sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I had a wake up call and, you know, walking down that path is just like the path that you on the other side of the coin. It's just like the path walking down that you don't want to go down, but it's, it takes isolation yeah. um, of getting to know yourself. It starts in this conversation that me and you're having right now, James. Okay. Like to get to know yourself more. Yeah. Like what does this path look like? And, you know, my awareness is brought to attention. A lot of times it comes to people through um, traumatic events that happen to their life. That's when the wake up call happens. Yeah. That this is the road I've been choosing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I voluntarily chose all these roads that led me down a life that I didn't want to want to have acceptance. And, yeah. And oh. so for me, like when I came to my awareness, I end up walking down a different path. I turned around and walked the other way. You had to accept the fact that you're at cause for for your life, and then you're not going to keep doing the same thing. Yeah, I had I'm to aware take, of that. Okay, I had to take the 100 percent responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody did it to me. Like nobody chose this path for me. Like I thought it was my parents, you know. But there's an inspired date. I'm blaming my parents for the way I am. Like. I'm an adult now. Like I have to figure out with what I have, how to make that work. Right. And what it, what it looks like for me. So it is a daily process. Yeah. You know, Mm. if you, if you give up on yourself by nature, you're going to go to the old paradigm, that old way of thinking, and you're going to go walk down that path without even realizing it. So it's showing up every day, you know, showing up every day, you know, you got a message, you got a message, but that message is for you to sit down with yourself and to talk to yourself through yourself to find out like, What's going on? Or the of lack of having that positive influencer can be a story that you make up for yourself as well, right? Like, I'm this way because, you know, my parents weren't there or they dropped me as a kid. You know what I mean? And so what you're saying is you have to accept the fact that this happened. I'm not going to do this to my kids and, and, and move forward in a positive direction, Right. Yes, yes. You know, one thing, uh, if, if you have kids, you know, uh, we've talked about it before, but kids learn from what they see. Mm-hmm. And so how do you change the world? How do you change your family? How do you change anything in your life is through experience. Yeah. You like know? my father had sugar diabetes, right? And even still, he would have a top drawer full of candy, right? And I'm that same way. Like I will wake up like... I'm okay with going past the bad fast food places, but if you give me a cake, a good sugary cereal with marshmallows, you know, that's my weakness, right? And that's what I've seen. That's what I've seen from my father. My father passed away, but he never really took care of his health the way that he could have, you know? So what I'm trying to be aware of moving forward is, you know what, don't even bring the cereal in because I'm going to eat the whole bag, the family size. I'm not talking about a little box. You know, it used to come in the little boxes that was thin. Well, now they come in bags that are like (laughs) three-gallon bags, you know, and I will sit there and eat that all day if you let me, you know. Um, So just trying to be more aware of my diet and stuff like that. And I like like that you said that you want to be aware of the potholes. You you know, you, you see that they're there and just start acting on it, you know, like, Obviously, this didn't work before. Um, like I said, I've been married twice, and I need to start. What I, what I think what I need to do is go back and look where could I have done better, 
you know, maybe even getting guidance interviews from them. Like, what could I have done better? I know they're both going to say I wasn't present enough. Like I was more focused on um, being productive, you know, being a better person, um, income, you know, and, and typically the other spouse doesn't think that way, right? Like typically they want you to just be comfortable, you know, um, and when you're, when you're leaving the comfort zone and you're so busy that you take away time from, you know, you're being judged on different things. So someone might say, hey, you should be appreciative because you're going shopping every day. I'm giving you a credit card, you know, but she still leaves you or cheats on you because you're not being judged by her happiness being on going shopping and all of that. You're being judged on how present you are. You know, so I don't know if that's individually based or if I just need to look at myself and say, you know what, I need to be more present in, in my relationships. They say the third time's the charm, right? <laughs> so hopefully I've, I've gotten this down by this third time. But um, for me, I think uh, that, that's one thing that I'm going to start doing is being aware of those holes and, and, and getting guidance interviews, going back and talking to people and saying, why didn't this work? Why didn't that work? And learning from it, growing from it. You know, maybe you don't have to have that conversation. I don't know if you think you have to have that conversation with people or do you just be aware of what happened and then try to move forward? You know, I think it's a little bit different for everybody. But, you know, like for anybody's thinking, you know, how do I not walk down that same road again? And, you know, I truly believe it's through the conversation you have. The one with that yourself starts with or yourself, with other people? With uh, yourself first because okay. um, nothing projects itself outward until it happens. But you know what? If I have a conversation with myself, I'm going to be like, forget all these girls. They left me. I was perfect. They weren't. How do you block yourself from thinking that? Because I guarantee I'm going to think that if I quiet myself, I'm going to be like, Psh, they just wasn't the right one. They didn't want to help me out. They wanted to live their life and I wanted to live my life. So how do you be aware or have that conversation and say, you know what? Maybe you were wrong and this is what you could have done better. You know, I think you said it just a little while ago, um, being present, being right where your feet are. Um, when you're present, you're no longer looking at what's behind you. And when that happens, you can actually have a conversation in present time, which is with what's right in front of you right now. Hmm. And so getting to know yourself on that level, not judging yourself or criticizing, not loving yourself for what you did yesterday because we all make mistakes as part of the human experience. Mm -hmm. But... To say, okay, those things, to acknowledge those things, don't ignore them, but to be right where you're at, to be present, that's where the conversation starts, and that's where we cannot walk down those same paths again, hmm. is to be present, to move forward. Okay. You know, we spend a lot of our time walking down those same paths, but we're walking those paths from the past. Mm -hmm. The past is running our life. Yeah. And so the only way to go the other direction is to be right where your feet are, to be present so you can see that that path has nothing for you. Mm, I like that. I like that. You know, but I had to learn, like, you, I'm hard-headed. I'm stubborn. And, you know, those thoughts in my head, they were telling me, like, you, you know this. Like, no one's going to tell you any different. So I had to learn over and over and over the same lesson. I had, to yeah. go, I had to walk that same path even though I walked it already. Right. And uh, it got harder and harder each time. And so, you know, anybody mm. who's listening, like, there is a different path. Uh, and it's all within the eye of the beholder. It's all with up to you what path you want to walk. And it starts yeah. in this conversation. And that's what we bring to the table with this podcast. Well, I can't wait. I don't know if it's going to be 
10 different women or if it's going to be one that feel like 10 women, but (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to figure out what that's going to be. But for now, I am going to be present. I'm going to be happy where I'm at. And, um, you know, don't forget the phone number is 801-331-8113. I'm at James Gourmet Pies on Facebook and Instagram. I'm Latroy Woods at LinkedIn. And like James said, we do need to hear from you guys. Uh, Start this conversation. Reach out to us. Be open and vulnerable to this process because it's not getting to the top, but what happens in the process of getting to the top. Awesome. Well, we will see you guys or hear from you guys. I guess we won't see you unless you like my Instagram, but we'll hear from you next week. All right. Thank you, guys.